Welcome in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Flora, Mississippi. Good morning to everybody. Happy New Year <clears throat> after uh, taking a few days off there at the end of the year to kind of regroup. Rest up, spend some time with friends and family. We are back at it. Raising hell and praising Dale. Throw up that number three for me if you got it. Throw up that number three. My Dale Earnhardt fans know what I'm talking about. All right, man. Hey, trying something a little different this morning. I have rejuvenated the Facebook Live. I am. It is emanating from my personal Facebook page. Just go type in Clay Edwards wearing the yellow T-shirt in that particular profile picture. Uh, we are live there, at least for the first segment. Uh, just uh, trying to spread the word, man. We got all these followers on social media. We're going to take advantage, full advantage of all of them this year. Uh, unfortunately, there are some things that we talk about on the show that is not, uh, it does not fit the internet gulags uh, censorship policies. So there's some things that we just won't be able to talk about online. We will have to kill it for that. But with all that said, here we are. We are live. Man, we got a bunch to jump into. I had done all my show prep yesterday. I mean, two full pages worth. And I'll be dang if the um, the Buffalo Bills, the DeMar Hamlin um, tragedy didn't happen. And, man, I made a Facebook post, and it went wild. So we're going to lead with that this morning. We also were efforting uh, – City Councilman Aaron Banks for the second hour. I got to send him a text here in a minute. So I hope to have him on to discuss the water. And I'm going to give a shout out to Councilman Banks right now. You know, I've, I've give the city council and the mayor and them unmitigated hell about the way they do things in Jackson. But Commissioner Banks has been a stand up man. He's reached out to me personally before. He's been on the show before. And he made a Facebook post the other day that really got me fired up and because he was honest in it and you know honesty when you see it not that bull crap fake honesty i mean real honesty he said i have to tell my constituents i don't know man i tell you what that that flipped the script for me i mean i already liked aaron but i'm 100 percent behind aaron banks 
he's probably choking right now. Like, no, 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 I don't need your support. People don't like you. But I'm just saying, real talk, man. You know, my parents live over there, and his, uh, he's my parents' councilman. And when you can just come out and be honest and say, I don't know, I take that. I like that. It's, it's, in, in car sales, I was taught early on when a customer, you know, if you're out, like we were selling new Fords, for instance, <clears throat> or if I was over at Mack Hike Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Flow and I was selling a new Jeep and a customer asked a question, well, Clay, what about, uh, does it do this? Can it do this? Can it do that? I I learned instead of lying and say, oh, yeah, 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 it's got super duper heated seats and uh, nav or whatever, not I know, or some kind of positive track locking rear end or something. I just said, man, I don't know, but I'll find out for you. That way I preserve my credibility and, uh, you know, they we get them the right answer. So anyway, I just appreciated that. So I reached out to Aaron. And uh, we're efforting to get him on the show. I forgot to text him last night. <clears throat> hey, real quick, I want to lead with this. Hashtag jump out, boys. Hashtag good guys win again. Yeah, that's right. Last night, massive drug bust in Jackson. Our Capitol Police, our jump out boys out there doing the Lord's work, saving Jackson one bust at a time. That's right. They got 400 grams, just shy of 400 grams of meth off the streets of Jackson last night. Massive drug bust. All kind of other stuff too. It wasn't just it wasn't just meth. Tons of pills, um some non-medicinal marijuana. Make sure I say that right for y'all. So not on this 420. So last Friday when I was leaving the show Thursday, I, I said, yeah, the next episode is going to be on 420. And I was like, well, that can't be. It's going to be January. I got somewhere I got lost in my mind. Today is our 420th episode of the Clay Edwards show. So that's pretty cool. But anyway, <clears throat> speaking of pot, made me think about 420. Um, So shout out to the Jump Out Boys. Shout out to Capitol Police. Shout out to all those guys over there. Doing the Lord's work, and you know, your biggest cheerleader, your biggest fan is Clay Edwards. <clears throat> um, and I got some more stuff about them. I'm going to circle back to, I'm going to circle back Jen Psaki style to Capitol Police and my New Year's Eve festivities and all of that kind of as the show progresses. And uh, to get, tell you about after going out in Jackson Saturday night for New Year's Eve, give you some thoughts and opinions and I talked to some business owners and that they're extremely happy to have Capitol police. And, um, <clears throat> but let's start with the, with the headline here, the big news of the day. Last night, a Buffalo bill player, DeMar Hamlin, uh, took part in a very routine tackle. And then he stood up and passed right out <clears throat> as they were loading him into the ambulance. They pulled him back out onto the field and they give him CPR for five to 10 minutes or so. Admittingly, I was not watching the NFL last night. <laughs> I was watching Monday night raw. And, uh, so I'd flipping back and forth between wrestling and, and the NFL game. So I, I missed it in live time. I have since seen the, the video clips floating around of DeMar passing out. It's extremely scary. So I go to Facebook and I just make a post. Here And I thought I was pretty clear in it, but for the slow people in the back of the room, the uh, quadruple boosted idiots out there, I said, 
I'm surprised this hasn't already happened in the NFL. I'm just referring to somebody dying on the field. Just, I'm surprised it has not happened already. You know, between vicious hits and that I said, throw in the fact that they forced all these players to get the poke of death. I'm just saying I ain't surprised that somebody, I'm surprised that somebody hasn't already died on the field. For whatever cause, whatever reason, whether it's a vicious hit, a spinal injury, the poke of death, <clears throat> any of that stuff. So, of course, the quadruple boosted idiots, the Fauciites, the Biden voters, all come on to my post. And I don't know where these people come from. I don't know how they find my post. Now, I, I actually, I, now that I say that, you typically, if you'll go and you, I ma- imagine they were searching Demar's name to find out what they could find out. And my post was probably at the top of those searches. So anyway, they all get on there. If you want some entertainment this morning, other than this show, of course, I, ha- I highly encourage you to go to my Facebook page, Clay Edwards. And uh, I've changed that page over to what they call a digital creator. So I, I can I have some of the same tools now to use there that I have on the Save Jackson page. I'm trying to kind of create two different entities. I really want to keep Save Jackson about Jackson, but I want my Clay Edwards profile to be about whatever I want it to be about, just like this show. That's when we call it reality radio. You remember, you remember how Seinfeld was a show about nothing and it's widely considered one of the best shows in TV history? That's kind of how I look at this show. It's a show about nothing until it needs to be about something. Uh, we, may, we may talk about uh, relationship advice, divorce, cheating, texting with other people. You never know what we'll talk about on the show. Uh, we, we did a countdown of the best fried chicken places in Mississippi one time. So you just never know. Uh, you know, we'll, We will be heavy in politics when we need to be. And uh, it's cranking up. I got to hear Stephen Yatroska this morning with Dana Criswell. That was a great episode. I think that may have been Stephen's best show yet. Just my personal opinion. Uh, the, the legislature's getting kicked back off today. But let's, uh, let's come back to where we started here. What do you guys think about that, man? We're going to open the phone lines up after the next, after this commercial break here. Do you think that he had an incident from the jab. Do you think, because I read something, and I'll read it when we come back from the break, but it basically said, I think it may have been from Dr. Peter McCullough possibly, it said that it appeared to be an adrenaline spike after the tackle and jumping up, which could cause the cardiac arrest. And I said on my Facebook post he had a heart attack. That's my bad. I wasn't trying to be facetious there. Somebody called me out and said, oh, cardiac arrest and a heart attack aren't the same thing. You're correct. They are not. But <clears throat> so he jumps up. He has cardiac arrest, and that means your heart stops, right? So I, my suspicion, and look, I am, not, I, I am not a doctor, but that's a very routine tackle early in the game. His adrenaline was probably through the roof. And that's where you start to see some of these things with these athletes having heart issues that have had the vaccine. You get that spike in adrenaline, it gets your heart rate up really fast, and it's causing damage. Like I said, I've got some text messages and stuff on my phone. I'm going to read y'all from people who have gotten the vax and whose lives are ruined because of it. That reached out to me last night 
I mean, these are their firsthand stories, not second, third, and fourth hand, not my cousin's brother's sister's uncle, you know, got the vax and grew a tail. None of that. These are some firsthand stories. All right, let's do this. We're going to take our first break. We are live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. The Guns and Gear text line, I see it in front of me, blowing up. If you want to partake in the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are live on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at A1 Gear and Auto. Man, get over there in Florence. See my buddy Justin and his team. You need brakes, water pumps, auto repair, rear end, differentials, gears, any of that stuff, man. They got you. Ring and pinion stuff. They really specialize in that. That's where they butter their bread. That is where they're considered the best in the area. Um, You know, as we get into hunting season, deeper and deeper into it, and we get into the winter and you start spending more time off-road and doing stuff like that, you need to make sure that your those big new tires you got, that lift kit you put on your truck, you need to make sure your ring and pinion is correct and you got the right gear ratios in the front and back of your four-wheel drive so you can make sure you can use your four-wheel drive. A1 Gear and Auto can take care of that. I know all you Jeep folks out there, there's going to be a bunch of new Jeep people uh, in the out on the roads here as it starts to warm back up in the spring. It's what we call Jeep season. <clears throat> going to be going to getting them lifted up, put the big wheels and tires on it. Make sure you get by there to A1 Gear and Auto and get the right ring and pinion set up. And uh, they can take care of all that. But, hey, they do way more than just that, man. AC work, check engine light, radiators, any of that stuff. Heat not working, AC not working. They can take care of all of it. The only thing they don't do is diesel engine repair. So go over there on Highway 49 South in Florence, A1 Gear and Auto. Can't miss it. If you're going south on 49, it's right there on the right before you get to Gunner Road. The phone number, 601-939-1060. And uh, they may still have some Clay Edwards Show stickers sitting on the counter. If they don't, I will run them some back over there. So if you want a free Clay Edwards Show sticker, that's where they're at. A1 Gear and Auto, right there in Florence. All right, <clears throat> let's jump to the guns and gear text line real quick. And uh, Rick says, if adrenaline was an issue, then this would have been an issue like concussion for years and years. Well, <clears throat> the adrenaline issue, I'm just going to read you the post here. Let's do this. Let's do this. And uh, I saw Matt texting on the Guns and Gear text line. I said you tried to call in. Matt, just uh, call in again. We were on commercial break when you tried calling. So here's the post here. uh, This is from Dr. Peter McCullough. It's his response to the DeMar Hamlin collapse. And look, some of this is written in code for Facebook, so I'm going to try to decipher it a little bit. It said, I watched the play live both as a fan and a cardiologist. I saw blunt neck and chest trauma, a brief recovery after the tackle, and then a classic cardiac arrest. I have communicated to one of the most experienced trainers in the world, and we agree that it was a cardiac arrest in the setting of a big surge of adrenaline. If DeMar Hamlin indeed took one of the COVID vaccines, then subclinical induced my OCAR... It must be considered 
in the, as a different diagnosis, as a differential diagnosis. We have been told he was successfully defibrillated on the field and has been intubated and is not spontaneously breathing, which is consistent with anoxic encephalopathy. The nation prays for his complete recovery. So that is um that is Dr. Peter McCullough's. Uh, let's see. It also says this. He said we would be foolish and reckless to ignore all the high quality fit athletes who have died suddenly while playing sports. <clears throat> And look, you all, you all know who Dr. Peter McCullough is, <clears throat> if you've listened to this radio station any of the last two to three years. So I'm not going to get into all that, but Dr. Peter McCullough seems to think that it, it show, it's the same signs as what would happen from the vaccine. And that's what you're seeing, man. This myocarditis is causing heart issues. A shot of adrenaline shouldn't make you basically die on the field. There's something it's, it ain't playing well with. And I, I do believe that it's the the vaccine. Now, <clears throat> let's see here. We got some more text here on the Guns and Gear text line. Said, Clay, I've been hearing you talk about Acme Pizza every day, so I decided to give it a try. Best pizza I've ever put in my mouth in the discussion. Well, I didn't see that coming, but uh, thank you, brother. All right, let's take a call here. I believe we got Derek on the Clay Edwards Show hotline. Good morning, brother. Hey, morning, brother. Um on this whole uh, the football player passing out thing, yes, I, I do believe it's going to be linked to the COVID vaccine because you got to look now. There's a lot of people now with this flu strand that are dying. You know what I mean? And, and the diagnosis seems to be um, respiratory failure. Yep. You know. And when you yeah, and yeah. I, I, all the documentaries I've watched about the COVID vaccine and some of the stuff Kim shared with me, it seems like the vaccine. Um, cause a lot of blood clotting and a lot of heart damage. Absolutely. You know, some people some people may recover from it, some may not. Yep. So now, you know, they do me with that shot, but I'm not I'm not getting no more of it. You know. No, but look, man, I don't regret a single day not getting that shot. I and I think the people that have gotten it realize they've been lied to. But don't want to. I mean, some not everybody here. I'm kind of casting a wide net, but a lot of the uh, the quadruple bat, the quadruple boosted idiots out there, the 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 branch Cavidians, they they're angry that they got lied to and duped into the thing, and they want everybody else to be as miserable as they are. Yep, so. I, I do believe that. And, and like I said, the NFL is backpedaling now because they were a huge supporter of this vaccine vaccine nonsense. So now now it's going to come back to bite. If, that, if, that, if that's true. You know, I had a buddy of mine, so they canceled the game, which I, I 100% believe was the right call. But a, a buddy of mine, Andy, made a post on Facebook, and I'm just going to kind of give the gist of it here. He says that, you know, they a man goes down like that, whether it was injury or death or whatever it was, they cancel the game. They better never, ever refer to these people or use these analogies comparing sports to war again. They say because yeah. when, when a soldier gets a leg blown off or dies on the field, they don't get to call a timeout. They don't get to take a break. That really hit for me, and I know it's a little harsh. It's going to offend some people's uh, sensibilities there. It's insensitive, but it's 100% true. I, I, I'm dang tired of hearing sports compared to war and the and sports athletes being compared to being heroes when they ain't. So I, I, I'll say it like this, Clark. Um, 
you shouldn't compare athletes to uh, to war heroes no more than you can make a legitimate argument that a woman belongs on the front line in combat. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm not saying she don't belong in the military. She don't belong in the front lines or in combat. No, I agree. I mean, and I look, I'm right. I'm as pro woman as it gets. But there, there's places that they they're better served, and there's places that we're better served. Yeah, well, you know, um, it, when you when you ironically think about it, Clay, uh, I'm, I'm I mean, I, I I'm truly a real feminist. I think I think women should have the right to um, be just as miserable as me. So yeah, I support you. Right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Clay, can, can I get somebody a shout out real quick? Yeah, brother. Hey, Miss Sylvia, thank you so much. You don't know how much of an inspiration you've been to me over the past couple of days. And I am truly grateful for everything that you, you send me and everything that you do. Oh, she got you on the prayer list on the daily, the yes, daily devotional? Me too. She, yeah. Look, she's great, and she's a true gem and a friend of the show. Miss Sylvia, I believe you had a Lord on speed dial. I'm just saying, Clay. Absolutely. Derek, have a blessed day, brother. You too. Uh-huh. Let's take another call here on the Clay Edwards Show hotline. Hey, caller, you're on there. Hey, it's the crazy T. What's up? Um, <laughs> say, say, say that one more time. I'm sorry. Crazy T. Hey, hey, what's going? What's going on? Hey. One of my um, favorite texters. We were watching that game last night, and I mean, I love football. I've I've been a college football fan more than anything than NFL. But I do watch the players as they go in the NFL, and I watch their teams that they that they go and play to. So I don't really have a designated NFL team I love to watch, you know. But what's crazy is how the NFL is one minute totally against first responders, and the next they praise them the way they do last night. Now, I'm not saying they should have. I'm saying that it's only beneficial – when it benefits their narrative of the NFL. And the NFL doesn't really give a damn about the players. I'm not saying, like, the coaches and the teammates don't care about each other. I'm saying NFL, should they have canceled the game? Technically, yes, they should have. Because that's that's a person's life that possibly could have died right there on well, the field. Well, also, you know, you take into account the players left on the field witnessing something like that. Man, their right. heads aren't in the game. If their heads aren't in the game and they get blindsided, I mean, somebody right. could get decapitated. Exactly. Those players cannot play. I don't give a damn how 10-foot tall and bulletproof are. I mean, they were boohooing on the field. Yeah, you want your friend basically die on Everybody the field. Yeah, you can't I mean, shake that, that off. your son, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, the NFL, all they give a damn about is money. That's all they give a damn about. And these people that love football so much, I love football too. But I'm not going to sit there and just, you know, there's so many people that live their life around NFL football and other sports too. I'm not saying it's just football, but, I mean, it's it's crazy how these people, because I've read some comments where it's ridiculous that these people expect this game to keep playing. Yeah. Oh, look again. I saw. I said in that first segment there. I one hundred percent agreed with the with the uh, postponement of the game or canceling the game or whatever they end up doing. I don't know if they'll end up finishing the game, but <clears throat> I, I think the greater picture was with the comment about just not comparing them to war heroes and stuff like that anymore. We we, we need oh, to, yeah, we need to stop exactly. that. I mean, I work with them every day, um, veterans. So it, it's I mean, 
it, it's different because NFL has to face the fact that now the whole world and people that have watched it has seen this happen on national TV, which, you know, we see it all the time in fake movies and all that. But yet when it's in real life, they're just like, they don't know what to do. You know, it's like, oh, my gosh. You know, and yeah. look, and even if, of course, they'll never come out and say it was or wasn't because of it. I mean, they still won't admit any of this died suddenly stuff had anything to do with their nonsense with these vaccines. But right. it, but it's the, it has put the shadow of doubt in the public subconsciousness yeah. that, that we're even having this conversation that that look, I would by no means was I the only person just on my Facebook feed that made the same post uh, suggesting that it could have been vaccine related. You know, people. Right. People every day, normies are waking up and thinking the same thing. You don't have all these soccer players and college athletes and high school athletes dropping dead like they're doing. That ain't no coincidence. I, that's what we call a no. clue. No, because, I, I mean, I sat there and asked. I was like, has this ever happened in NFL history since the beginning of college football? Has anybody ever collapsed on the field like this to where they had to perform CPR? And I couldn't find a single instance where it has ever happened. Yeah, there was a player who actually who had a neck injury where I think they had to do something similar one time. And I, I, I can't remember what it was, but that was as close as I've ever seen. Yeah. And, of course, back, I mean, back in the old days, there may have been somebody right. dying on the field. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Right. But not but in the modern is, era. Right, yeah. Not where it's on live TV. Correct. You know, and it's just crazy. So my heart goes out to his family and – I mean the whole team and the and the organization of that team, but I don't want to sit there and act like NFL doesn't care for their players. But then again, it's kind of like Broadway; the show must go on. But yet, it, it, to what extent? You know, I mean, think about it. In a week, when they have to replay this game or whenever they decide to replay it, if they do. How are these players – how is the next football game going to happen? What about the next football game is, what, Saturday or this Friday or Sunday or something? Thursday. What's going to happen in that game? Are, are they going to be up to par and 100%? You know, yeah, let's go. Woo-hoo! And then oh, you know, they're going to have that in the back of their mind like, oh, shit. Like, what? Sorry, I'm just, I didn't mean to cuss. But anyway, um, so <laughs> it just, it, it just kind of puts a different spin on NFL to me now. Yep. You know, not just for me, but just for other people. But, you know, it is what it is. And All hopefully right. he, he can pull through. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just a scary time, like you said. It's just. Yep. Well, Crazy T, I appreciate you. Have a good morning. All right. Call in more. All right. Uh, we did get a text here from Thomas, actually, that says, um, a player did actually die on the field in 1971, a Detroit Lions player, I believe. And Rick chimes in, uh, Chucky Mullins, I believe they had to do CPR with Chucky Mullins, uh, the Ole Miss great player that, that um, got paralyzed and eventually succumbed to his injuries years later. All right, look, we got a caller on hold. I've got to take a break real quick. Caller, stay on hold. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show, coming right back to you live in the Matt Kaika Flowood Studios. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back on in here to the Clay Edwards Show, live in the Matt Kaika Flowood Studios. This segment is going to be brought to you. How about us? Uh, since we got a plug there for Acme Pizza on the text line, on the Guns and Gear text line, why don't we uh, 
remind y'all of Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. It's Tuesday. Seems like a great night to get some of the best pizza you've ever had. Uh, they're located right there in Fannin Mart on the Reservoir, right in front of the bowling alley there on the end of the shopping center. Easy in, easy out. And hey, uh, you want to dine in? They got nine different flavors of daiquiris. That's right, nine different flavors of frozen daiquiris there. They got a full bar of a bunch of high-end bourbons and tequilas and all that stuff. If that's your thing, Chip knows how to keep a bar properly stocked. If you want it, they probably got it. Uh, got a great bartender there. He would get you hooked up. Old Henry, good dude, going all the way back to the dock days. That's right, they got a dock bartender working out there. So you know he knows what's up. Go get you one of them dock rockers or one of those uh, mudslide-looking things. I can't never remember the name of those. They got it all out there at Acme, Pizza and Daiquiri's, uh, 12 different specialty pizzas, amongst other things. Burgers, pastas, appetizers, and more. Available on all major food delivery apps, open daily at 4 and open late for those late night hunger attacks. Hey, it's 4.20. You make it to munchies later. Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's will have the cure for it. All right. Uh, we got a caller that has been on hold for a minute now. Hey, caller, you're on there. Hey, Clay, this is hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt, uh, I appreciate you staying on hold. Thank you. I guess I, I guess I should say a uh, long-time listener, occasional texter, first-time caller. I, I, you know, I love those long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, trying to organize my thoughts with this thing, but, you know, sometimes two things can be true but unrelated, I guess I should say. Uh, I've now I'll admit I've, I'm not not pro vaccine. I had to have the vax because I basically had to choose get this or don't have an income, which is a a whole another another topic. But um, you know, from everything I saw, I've been a paramedic for over 20 years, and from everything I saw, it was a condition called commotio cordis, and that is very rare. It's often seen uh, when it is seen. It's often seen in young very healthy athletes and when through our cardi- cardiology training it was basically uh the analogy or the example that was given was a a baseball player taking a line drive and it's a hit to the chest at a, at a, at a millisecond moment in your heartbeat that causes uh basically a, a fibrillation of the heart and his his standing up collapsing and then the treatment he got where they i mean uh, by all accounts, they they shocked him with a defibrillator on the field, and you know, un, uh, contrary to what you see on TV, when your heart flatlines, the, uh, that doesn't get shocked. There's only a certain heart rhythms that get shocked, and then his, uh, I guess, post cardiac arrest um, condition seems to kind of back that up. Is as that's what happened now. Hey, maybe maybe there's something that uh, vaccines can increase the the possibility of this condition happening, you know, during a hit. Who knows? But kind of, I kind of think of the. uh, For me, it was kind of the when you hear hoofbeats, don't think zebras. Yeah, no, I'm really glad you called in with that this morning because I mean, look, make no bones about it. I we speculate a lot, (laughs) you know. And right. and it's just with with all that's going on with the vaccine and these uh, all these people dying suddenly, and uh, health, young healthy people falling out dead with heart conditions and whatnot, it, it's just the first thing that comes to mind, you know. And to to oh, hear to hear a medical professional give another opinion on it, you know, that's what we, if we're going to be so close minded that we can't listen and learn, I'm doing this for all the wrong reasons. 
Right, and that and that goes into you have a lot of people that have a confirmation bias. Is kind of what that scene. They they see something they don't, you know, maybe maybe not necessarily uh, have the knowledge about it, or they see something and it confirms their suspicions, and then they run with that, and they become closed minded and don't look at anything else. And that's you have to look at the totality of everything. Matt, tell us the name of that uh, potential condition again. Commotio Cordis, C-O-M-M-O-T-I-O-D-O-R-D-I-S. Got it. You text that to me. I'm going I'm to look that up here in a little bit, so I do appreciate and there's that. A, uh, I'll take, there's, a, uh, there's a YouTube video of a uh, – there's actually a sports medicine doctor that goes on YouTube, and he kind of gives a rundown of different injuries that you see in live football games. And he, he's doing this, like, within five minutes after it happens. Oh, yeah, man. And, uh, if you'll send me that link, I'll appreciate that. He he explains it very well, and uh, it, it's, it's a good watch. It's only about two minutes long. Matt, great call this morning. Thank you, brother. Thanks, you, uh-huh. Man, that's what I'm talking about there. That's good stuff. I like hearing other potential things. Because, look, I'll be the first to admit if I'm wrong. I don't <clears throat> do not have a problem admitting that I'm wrong. But, hey, well, so we'll see. Um, of course, they'll never tell us. They'll never tell us what it was, if it, if it had anything to do uh, vaccine-oriented. Let's see here. Um, guns and Gear text line. Let's see. It says, uh, players, this is from Unknown Texture, players pay, are paid performers. They should not have been paid for last night. It says, uh, $20 million a year, give them a Kleenex and tell them to take the field and do their job. That's what they're being paid. That's what they're being overpaid for. Harsh but true. I, look, it's not that I don't agree with the the gist of your text. You know, put some tussing on it, get on back out there. But it does become a severe safety concern, you know, for people who made like that dude may be best friends with somebody out there. You know, they just think they think he's dead. You know, you go out there, man, you take a catch a pass at the middle, you get decapitated because your head ain't in the game. I just think that from a player safety perspective, you don't need to get them. And it's just, it's from a human perspective, I just think it's kind of disrespectful to do the show must go on thing. I remember when Owen Hart died back in the 90s at a WWE event coming down from the uh, rafters as as the blue, the blue something or another. He was wearing a mask, doing a stupid gimmick. And he fell and his head hit the ring post, I believe, and he died. And uh, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, or was going to end up becoming one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And that was, um, I was watching that when it happened. And the show went on after Owen fell and died. They did not, it was a pay-per-view. They did not cancel it. And I just always thought how tasteless that was, in, in my opinion. So I think the NFL made the right decision last night. But, you know, Vince McMahon's probably sitting back there really wishing, oh, please, please keep playing, keep playing. So people will forget about what he did because he's still the one that went on and continued a show after a athlete died in the ring. So there's that. Uh, you can Google that, too, if you're not familiar with it. Just uh, Owen Hart dies in ring. And uh, it's very tragic. Very, very tragic. All right, let's see here. More on the Guns and Gear text line real quick before we take a break. Rick says, 
That's like liberals wanting to abolish the police then are the first ones to call them You don't agree if you don't agree with them. Uh, because I don't understand how we have had live sports for 20 years and this has just now started happening. Something changed. Yeah, players have not just been falling out dead. This is all happening post-COVID. I mean, I don't think it's hard to look and see what's going on here. I mean, I've been watching live sports. I'm 45. I mean, I, I know I've been watching live sports since I was five years old with memory of watching live sports. So for 40 years, I've been watching live sports. And obviously, people older than me have been watching it longer than that. And there's not been a history of people falling out dead on the field from stuff. We've all seen vicious car wreck, train wreck type hits. People get paralyzed. But nobody's died on the field with the exception of uh, the person that Thomas told us about, the Detroit Lions player in 71, I believe. So it's been a long time. I was born in 77. All right, let's take our last break of the first hour. It is a two-hour show today. we got a ton of content to go over and uh, we would love your engagement. The phone line, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studio. This segment brought to you by Lakeland Glass and Tent uh, for all of your automobile Home and business window window tinting needs Lakeland glass and tint. Hey, if you need a windshield, that's where that's what that's where this all started, man. Go by, see them right there on Lakeland Drive for all your windshield repairs. Go by to their Flowood uh, Flowood Drive location right there across from River Oaks ER for all of your window tinting and or vehicle wrapping needs. That's Lakeland glass and tint. You can check them out online. Book it all on Lakeland glass and tint. Dot com one stop shop there. All right, <clears throat> so I'm looking on my Facebook post here from last night, and like I told you, the Covidiots came out in full force. Ronald says Clay Edwards is an absolute idiot. <laughs> Good stuff there. Good stuff there. I have my moments. I have my moments. Let's see here. I think most people tend to agree with me. Like I said, a bunch of the a bunch of the Covidiots came out in full force. But other than that, I think I was right. We'll see. We'll see. All right, look, man, our top of the hour news break here. We'll come back. I got a whole lot of more stuff I want to get into. And like I said, we're efforting Aaron Banks. This is the Clay Edwards Show, live on 103.9 WYAB. All right, welcome back in. This is the Clay Edwards Show, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. We are live in the Mack Hike of Flowood studios out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Flora, Mississippi. This is hour two. Good first hour there. We spent most of that discussing the NFL player who passed out uh, last night on the game uh, on the field, had to have CPR, all of that good stuff. Uh, Buffalo Bill, DeMar Hamlin. I keep wanting to call him DeMar Rosen, uh, the NBA player. It's a, kind of a unique name there. DeMar Hamlin, uh, our prayers are with him. He is alive. And he does have, I guess they are able to read vitals and stuff. I'm not sure his current condition too much, but um, it did seem like a more promising update than last night. So if anything changes during the show, we'll keep you posted here on the Clay Edwards Show. Let's, uh, let's reset a little bit here. Um, I just got a confirmation from Aaron Banks. He's going to be live at 
825 with us when we come back from our next commercial break. We'll have Aaron Banks discussing the Jackson water crisis and when will South Jackson have water. So let's um that should be a very interesting conversation. <clears throat> a question of the day. You know, I love a question of the day when I have a time, when I have the ability. You know, I, it won't be a question of the day every day because I don't always have a question I want to ask. <laughs> Just to be simple about it. Uh, today, I do. We had a conversation on my Facebook a few days ago that you guys really appeared to enjoy. So I thought we would pull it to the radio station, to the radio show. And the question is this. I want your answers on the Guns and Gear text line. 769-241-1944. So what is the fastest way to calm a woman when she is angry? What is the fastest way to calm a woman down when she is angry? Now let's let's uh let's read through some of my favorite answers here. Uh one of the most popular ones was tell her she's acting like her mother. You're acting like your mother. And uh, I think my buddy Buck said, you're acting like my ex-girlfriend. I bet you that one would go over real well. You're acting like my ex-wife. <laughs> so some of these are going to be sarcastic. Some of these are going to be honest. So I'm just going to kind of read through some of them in here. It says, "Um, <clears throat> sorry, I wasn't quite where I wanted to be there. It's live radio. It is what it is. Uh, Patrice says, get my $100 bill. That'll do it every time, won't it? Let's see. Ty says, well, if she has a knife in her hand, you simply set the mayo on the counter. Then her natural instincts will kick in and she'll make you a sandwich. (laughs) Ty said that, not Clay. Ty said that. (laughs) Ashley says, throw water on her. (laughs) I bet that would work out well. Let's see here. Uh, Tracy says, just do what we say. Uh, Chris, to quote Rip from Yellowstone, Let's put that crazy away. (laughs) Uh, Glenn says, just calmly tell her to stop acting crazy and she just needs to calm down. Um, Angela says, when I start mad cleaning, picking up pieces of dust, you know I'm trying to calm down. So leave me be. I'll be fine in an hour or so if you're lucky. See, uh, Clayton, not to be confused with Clay, says, tell her that sandwich ain't going to make itself. Stop with all the fussing. <laughs> so, look, man, we got a bunch of good ones here. All right, these are the best ones. Buck Almond, I don't know how you wake up every day if you talk to your wife like this, but you are my, you are my spirit animal, my friend. Buck says, he, he listed 10 of them here. Said on, number one, your sister never acts like that. Jeez. I'm with the wrong sister. Number two, my mother was right about you. Whew, boy, I tell you what, if I just listened to my mama. Uh, number three, did you forget to take your meds? Number four, hey, honey, do me a favor. Go make me a sandwich. Number five, so are you mad again? Or is this still the same mad from earlier? <laughs> I think I've said that before. Uh, you're pretty cute when you're acting like a psychopath. That's number six. Number seven, what's the matter? Satan didn't want to talk to you again today. Number eight, hey, 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 settle down now. You're on a 10. I'm going to need you to get back down to a three. Number nine, seriously, you're overreacting. And number 10, go take a shower, and I'll be in the bed waiting for you to get out. 
Um, and yet, you know, you would be surprised at how many females actually suggested number 10 also as far as uh, bedroom activities. So good stuff there. Look, there's a lot of uh, a lot of funny ones here. You can go to my Facebook page, Clay Edwards, stroll down. Um, post was from three days ago. But there's over 356 answers in the comments, or, or over 356 comments. So it was a very popular post. I would love to get you guys answers on it. We could have some fun and say wrong answers only. I think that's basically what uh what people did there. Let's see here. Kimberly says on the text on the Guns and Gear text line, I don't think you can calm one down. Depends on the person. True that. Reagan can say, just give them cash. And Wade chimes in and says, just tell her how beautiful she is. <clears throat> you're so you're so cute when you're mad. Yeah, I'm going to get myself in trouble is what I'm going to do. Uh, unknown texter, just tell her she is right and walk away. Woodrow says, tell her, you know this makes me <laughs> aroused. We'll go with that. All right, look, uh, New Year's Eve. All right, I'm going to tell you all something here. Thursday, if you listen to the show, you probably tell I didn't feel very good. So I left here, and look, I don't hesitate, man. When I don't feel good, I go straight to the doctor. Period. I left the show, went to the doctor, and I'll be dang, I tested positive for flu and COVID. And I felt like a smoldering pile of poo for about 24 hours. Well, so as I'm sitting there out in the doctor's office parking lot, um, reconciling the fact that the next two day, the next two weeks, I mean, are going to be absolutely miserable, just like last January when I got COVID and I was miserable for two weeks. I missed a week of radio. Then the next week I was recovering. But fortunately, I have great, I have a, a, an amazing medical team on my side. That doesn't give me any nonsense, and and I know what to ask for too. Then I have a great pharmacist who helped me with an elixir of of vitamins and and all that kind of stuff. Uh, sh- shout out to uh, Brandon Discount Drugs, Ryan over there, great folks, and my and my medical team at Rankin Rural. Got your boy hooked up. I went. Str- I mean, and before I could even get back to Brandon. My prescription was called in and ready. I swing by, say what you want, say what you will about Tamiflu, whatever. I, I, I don't know. But it worked for me between that and the vitamins. I had 102 fever. That was around lunchtime. I say around lunchtime, Thursday, I had 102 fever. By 3 o'clock, my fever had broke. And it came back up a little bit overnight. But when I woke up Friday morning... I felt better than I did when I went to bed Thursday night with an alleged case of flu COVID. I did not have fever again. Have not had fever again. Actually got a home test, tested negative Saturday for COVID. I went out Saturday night. I'm, I mean, y'all know if you see follow me on Facebook, you know. I was a little sluggish, but fine. Went out, and I didn't. But I say all that to say this: healthy lifestyle choices. Woo! What a difference a year makes. What a difference a year makes in healthy lifestyle choices. 
I almost, I mean, I'm being a bit dramatic. I felt like I was dying last year. And, you know, men, look, man, it was probably just a bad case of the man cold more than COVID or flu anyway. Y'all know how it, it does not, the cold is vicious to the man's body. I don't know what it is. Women, y'all just don't understand. I mean, you, maybe childbirth is comparable. I don't know. But generally speaking, the, the, the man cold is nothing to play with. But I'm going to tell you what, I was 320 pounds, I was drinking beer every night, I was just, my body was a human garbage disposal last year. When I got COVID, decided to make some lifestyle changes, not just a diet, I mean absolute lifestyle changes. And lost 60 pounds, kept it off for the most part, uh, doing way better. December was probably my best month of the year as far as working out and watching what I eat and really paying attention, even with all the Christmas parties. So when I got sick, I was just in a whole different place health-wise this year. And my body fought it off. And I mean, I'll tell you what. I mean, Mike Madison talks about it a lot. Uh, working out and, and eating right and doing all that will help keep you from getting sick or help fight it off when you do. And uh, I was blown away. If I didn't already believe it, I 100% believe it now. And I will be paying way more attention to what I eat than I already previously was. So that, that, that was amazing to me. <clears throat> uh, we went out to Martin's to see Chad Wesley play. Chad absolutely rocked it. The Chad Wesley band. It wasn't just the Chad Wesley performance. I'm going to tell you what, that is, a, that is a band and an artist right there that is hitting on all cylinders. All cylinders. If you get a chance to go see the Chad Wesley band play live, you got to do it. But I get out of the vehicle at Martin's you know, I'm always got a love-hate relationship with Jackson and Jacksonians. It can go either way. I get out of the vehicle. Don't even shut the door good. And a, a fellow <clears throat> that I don't know stopped me. He said, man, are you Clay Edwards? I'm like, dang. I'm like, yes. He's like, man, I follow you. I don't agree with everything you say, but I do like listening to your point of view. He goes, and seeing you out in Jackson, not hiding from Jackson, changes my perspective of you a lot, too. I got, some more, I got more respect for you now. There's a fellow's name is name's Carter. Shout out to Carter if he's listening this morning. Said he had moved down here from Flint, Michigan. Said he felt like he cursed Jackson. Said he brought, felt like he brought that that Flint mojo down with him. But uh, it was good meeting. It was good meeting you all out there at Martin's. I got to speak to the owners of Martin's and them last night. They were just telling me, man, how much they appreciate the Capitol Police and what they're doing, and uh, kind of their own struggles with the water issue. And they they kind of saw it coming and put some things into place to help facilitate not being at the mercy of Jackson's water issues as much as other places. So uh, <clears throat> just a great place, man. Uh, I love supporting good, solid businesses like that. All right. Uh, that was my New Year's Eve in review. This is the Clay Edwards Show. When we come back, we're going to have Ward 6 Councilman Aaron Banks on the phone with us live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Breaking rules when necessary, like I almost did right there and missed my missed my cue there. Look, uh, we've got Aaron Banks, Ward 6 Councilman, on the phone here. Uh, Chris, stay on hold. I'll get to you right after Aaron. Hey, uh, Councilman Banks. Hey, man. How you doing, Clay? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good, brother. How about yourself, man? Thank you for getting up and calling in this morning. Really do appreciate you. Uh, no problem. Look, we're doing good. Just... Uh 
hoping to make the best out of a situation that we have here. Yeah, look, I, I tell you, I, I opened up the show and I told people I was going to have you on. And I said one of the why, why I really reached out to you was I saw your Facebook post New Year's Eve. And you did what a lot of politicians refused to do. I felt like you told the truth on something by simply saying, I don't know. And I, and, and I respect the hell out of that. And that's why I wanted to have you on this morning. Because most people are just try to tell folks what they want to hear, what they think they want to hear, the path of least resistance. And you just came straight out and you said, man, I don't, you know, people ask me what's going on with the water. I have to tell them I don't know. And uh, I, I appreciate that. I just wanted to tell you that. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. So, look, you had a town hall last night, didn't you? Yes, sir, I did. So t- tell us about that, man. How did that go? Look, it, it went well. One, it was well attended. Uh, Ted Hennepin, uh he he came through and he was honest and transparent. He said that he's still learning, you know, a lot about our system. One of the things that I think um, resonated with people to where they really understood the situation, he said, listen, you know, over the past decade or so, when there were the installation of valves, there was no schematic drawn to where people could say, where was this valve located? So they had to locate valves and where they are. And this situation is worse than what I thought. Uh, even hearing him open up some of the things that, you know, that they're having to search for and find when it comes to our water system. Uh, I, I bet it is a maze of of chaos under there, just trying to figure out where everything is and what's what, and finally get, trying to get, wrap your arms around this thing and realizing just how bad it is. Yeah. You know, one of the things that he said, Clay, that I find significant, he talked about, based on our population of around 200,000, that the average consumption is somewhere around 20 uh, million gallons uh, per day usage. And he said Jackson is doing somewhere between 45 million to 50 million to 50 million, which means there's a leak somewhere that we don't know nothing about because that type of water output is for about a population of around, you know, uh, uh, up to 500 to 800,000 people. So we would use around 20 million, but we're showing 50 million a day? Yes, 45 to 50 million is... We should be using based on our population. Gotcha. But what we're showing is an outlet of around forty-five to fifty million, and that's more than no other city is doing that. And uh, you know, and so that was eye-opening. And he said, "What that means is, you got about fifteen to twenty million gallons worth of water that's just leaking out there that we cannot find." So, how do they find it? Well, you know, one of the things that he talked about was the uh, Army Corps engineers and some of the technology, the drones, the infrared sensors, and all of the stuff that they're using uh, that's coming in. And, you know, you got to appreciate the Army Corps engineers. They're great guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they use some of the best technology to come in. And so, uh, you know, I, I'm confident that Ted is going to come in and do all that he can uh, to help get the situation uh, where it needs to be. You know, I just... You know, one of the things that I just pressed on is just to make sure that constituents are communicated with and know what's going on. Because at the end of the day, uh, when we know we can prepare, you know, I, you know, I, I had company and plans and I had to spend my whole holiday back and forth to my mom and dad's house, you know, and it, it, it was just it was just hard. And I, and I can imagine the families that, you know, I got a family of three kids, Clay, 
you know, and, and two grandchildren, but I could just imagine the families that are, you know, that are bigger than that, they have bigger plans. And and so, you know, the confirmation uh, or the information, whether it's coming from the administration uh, or the third party, it would be greatly appreciated so that we can plan better this time around. Yeah, you know, I, I told you when I reached out to you uh, yesterday or whatnot, you know, my parents live over there in your ward out there in the Brooklyn Hills area off Forest Hill Road. And <clears throat> we did Christmas morning over there with no water. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. We, we're all healthy. We'll survive just fine. You know, my my parents are in their 70s now having to go out to their pool. And thankfully, they have a pool with a five-gallon bucket. Get a bucket of water. Bring it back in. Flush the toilets. I had another friend of mine whose grandparents live over in that same area. They got a pond. They're 90 years old walking out to their pond every day to get a bucket so they can flush their toilets. And uh, these are the stories that I like to mention to people because I don't think people that maybe live outside and aren't dealing with this every day really understand the the human cost to all this. And uh, it, it's sad because today's the ninth day for my folks yeah. with no water over there. And like you said in your post, when, it's, when this happens, it's your district that seems to get hit the worst every time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, and, you know, you know and it, it's been real hard. Um, I... I'm concerned because school's about to start Thursday, and I know Forest Hill High School and a lot of the schools out here with the scholars, and, and there are lots of stories. You know, there there are lots of things that have happened that go under the radar, and you know, the heroes to me are, you know, the people out here in South Jackson, and and that have put up with this and dealt with this. And, and, you know, one of the things that, that kind of got to me is to hear other politicians and other people say they should stop complaining so much. How can you tell or how in the head can you tell somebody to stop complaining when, especially when you got a mother or a grandmother that's over 80 years old in, in their 70s having to bend down and get up and put water into a toilet carrying a five-gallon bucket? That is something to complain about. And so... You know, I, I, I hope everybody will understand, and I hope that, uh, you know, we were able to lend the ear to the situation. I hope that communication gets better so that we can know what we're really dealing with uh, so that we can bring a fix and never have to go through this again. Look, I'm going to tell you what, communication's key, and you've been very transparent, and uh, you've been, we, me and you have been on the same side of quite a few things this past year, and uh, I've become an Aaron Bank supporter. I don't live in your district yes, anymore, but um, you've stood up against – I ain't no fan of our mayor. I, ain't, I don't make no bones about it. You stood up and going, going toe-to-toe with him on quite a few things, and you called him out when you needed to, and I appreciate that. Um, Aaron, you got anything you want to close out with this morning, brother? Hey, man. Look, everybody have a good New Year. Pray for us. we got a council meet this morning so that we can have a good meeting. Uh, hey, are there, are there, any, uh, there any water uh, distribution points over there in South Jackson you know about today? Uh, the only one that I know about that should be happening is on Cooper Road. Matter of fact, uh, there was some young gentlemen that came to me last night at the town hall said that they were organizing to come to Forest Hill High School with non-potable water uh, and hand sanitizer and some of the other essentials. And we're looking at doing that around 2 o'clock. And I'll text you as soon as I confirm my time, but it's supposed to be a Forest Hill High School. Today. Well, cool. I'll put those details on the Save Jackson page. Councilman Banks, appreciate you, brother. Keep it up. If I can ever do anything for you, you know my number. All right. Thank you, Clark. Yes, sir. All right, man, great stuff there from Councilman Banks. All right, man, Chris stayed on hold for us, man. I'm going to go straight to Chris. Hey, you there, brother? 
Yeah, I'm here, man. I'm here. Hey, man, I appreciate you staying on hold there. He called in right after you did. I had to jump to him. but uh, That's no problem, Clay. That's no problem. That's what's more on your... important. More important. Oh, no, 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 man. You guys hey, rule I, the roost. I saw what you pulled, posted last night, and I didn't know, so I was had got a movie, and I forgot about that. And I flipped over there. Well, I started flipping through all the news channels. Of course, one of the left-wing channels, that's the first thing they throwed out there, what the gentleman was talking about a while ago. The hit. Now, I've watched that hit over and over. Well, they, they, I saw one, it might be others, but there was a young soccer player got hit in the chest with a soccer ball that happened. But over the years, all the NASCAR races, all the other sports, all the baseball games, is that a one in a trillion something to happen? I mean, unless he had other conditions. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the, the last person, <clears throat> completely unrelated, but, you know, Dale Earnhardt, of course, but that was a brain that in, was a injury. Yeah, and I'll go to my grave thinking he took his seatbelt off because he got so excited about seeing his two cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll always go because he has taken a lot. I've seen him where he wrecked over Talladega and broke his sternum. Yep. But, you know, it makes you just wonder, but, I mean, everybody, because are they going to tell us the truth if it was something else? I mean, because they was quick to jump on that right off the bat and thinking, wait a minute. They got padding all on. I mean, I can see it happen. I can I understand. I, I've heard about this before, but... How many how many bad worse hits did you see over the weekend through the college games and everything? The mm. other games, I mean, where the yeah. cats get hit like that and they don't get up because yeah. it hey, knocks the wind out of them. Look, I'm gonna tell you, you know, one thing I have learned to appreciate is the phrase "there are no routine hits in football." No, because I've, I've I've had a uh, motorcycle wreck and hit like it, and it knocked the wind out of me, and it took me a few seconds to get back. And you know, after that, I kind of was cautious about taking a blow to the chest like it. I agree with you, brother. Yeah, you know, it's, look, it's a sad thing. and It I, is a sad thing. Man, I hope he pulls through. And I'm not one of these covers. people who jump straight on, oh, it's got to be the vaccine. I left some wiggle room there because you don't like to speculate before somebody's even passed away or whatever the situation is. But I know you did. I, 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 think, I mean, that's what I hate people to start jumping just because you bore something. But I think you can ask the question. I, I, don't right. think, I don't think it's in bad taste to ask the question, hey, could well, this mean, have been? How many soccer players overseas are, are, are dying from, and they won't say, and I, we know what's going on? I mean, it, it, look, it's dozens at minimum, right? Dozens of soccer players falling out dead. I guess soccer is happening more in that because it's more of a strenuous, long-term right. uh, cardio-type sport where football is in quick burst. Well, what worries me, Clay, is I heard California passed a law that you can't even say nothing against the science, that it's right. And then, you know, this vaccine all come out mighty fast and quick with no testing. You know, it makes you wonder and opens up your eyes. And I'm glad people like you and WIAB are out there to, you know, to help open people's eyes. To at least spread, you know, you know, to help get you to think the way I look at it. Let me look at both sides of the fence and I'll try to make the decision. Give me the information let me read. Just don't tell me that's the way it's going to be. Yep. I mean, I don't think, and I've been doing this two years now, I don't think that there's any video, any tape of me saying don't get the vaccine. I'm just explaining why I don't get it. And I'm telling people you need to, don't believe 100% safe and effective nonsense. You know, do your research, talk to a, a uh, two or three doctors, you know, get your You're information. Right I really, I'll, I'll say it now. Don't get the vaccine. <laughs> But hey, I'm not a medical professional. I'm a I'm a crazy person. So. Well, you're right about that. How much misinformation has got spread, and that's what's going on with the day society. They will watch something where somebody, a uh, movie star or something, says to f- go vote for this person or do this, and they fall right in there like sheep. 
without going and researching and reading for themselves and getting educated on it, or at least talk to two or three sources. That's yeah. what you're supposed to do. It's just like reading the Bible. You might read it and get one thing out of it and then go talk with somebody else, and all of a sudden you get two or three others, and it all comes together. And that's what that's what I see going on with the world today, is they take one thing and run with it to be the truth when they have no, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You, you've seen it. Well, like they, the Facebook stuff. They take something, and it's just like they try to come at you with stuff. Well, I'm going to tell you, I, when, we, when I come back from the next break, I want you to listen, because I'm going to talk about this very thing. They have taken the Internet and we used to be afraid of them radicalizing our, our children to be Muslim terrorists. Now they've become liberal terrorists. I'm going to get into that on the other side of the break. Chris, brother, much love. I appreciate you this morning. All right. Have a happy New Year. God. Be blessed. We'll happy New Year to you, too, brother. Peace. All right. Yeah. When we come back, did you know that there was a Muslim jihadi terrorist attack in New York in Times Square on New Year's Eve? They're back. Uh, let's talk about that here on the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9. W-Y-A-B. Rules, baby. We're back live in the Matt Kike Flowood Studios. This is the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Guns and Gear, located right out there at 1716 Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. You chop them online 24-7, 365 at gunsandgearms.com. And be sure to follow them on social media for their deal of the day. Man, it is always something like, man, this is why I'm broke, is following Guns and Gear on social media. Everything they post, I want. Two of them. (laughs) But look, man, get out there. They got a wide selection of guns. They're the home of No Limit Ammo. They also offer gunsmithing and Cerakoting. Hunter and his team are on top of it. They're just great, great patriots, and we are honored to have them as a partner here on the Clay Edwards Show. Really, really do appreciate them. So check them out, Guns and Gear, out there in Gluckstadt. Again, shop them online at gunsandgearms.com. All right, man, this show is flying by, man. I ain't going to have to do much show prep for tomorrow because I got a tons of things I didn't get to that I wanted to get to. We thank Aaron Banks for calling in and bringing us up to date on the Jackson water crisis. Uh, They're struggling over there in South Jackson, folks. I'm telling you, they are struggling over there. But, you know, if you you voted for Chalkway, you're getting what you voted for. As uh, my buddy Brad just texted in and said, and uh, it, it's the chickens coming home to roost. So, all right. So, look, over the weekend, you may not be aware of this. Uh, it, it barely made the news. If it wasn't for listening to uh, the Tim Pool podcast, Tim Cast, I wouldn't have even known about it. There was a jihadi terror attack in Times Square. A crazy jihadi uh, attacked a couple NYPD officers with a machete. <clears throat> he was shot. Not killed, shot. They they just shot him. In, they shot him in the leg. No, they shot him in the shoulder, and um, <clears throat> he thought he was going to die. And he was a he was a an American born, radicalized, lone wolf, uh, jihadi. You know, and and to my point about this, and you can Google the information and find out all that. I ain't going to bore you with the names and everything, but. You know, one of the biggest things we were worried about for the longest time was our youth being radicalized online by jihadi and wanting to go and be Jihad Jane and Jihad John and go fight American troops with ISIS and all that. You know, that was a thing. That was a, that was like a big thing that they kept trying to tell us was going to happen. Meanwhile, what they've actually done is they have used platforms like TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, and others 
to radicalize our children into the LGBTQ LMNOPBLM mafia. Right there on TikTok. Tell them it's all right to cut off their things. To cut off the things that differentiate them from being a boy or a girl and whatnot. They have radicalized our youth just against us and against our American values and against everything that's right. The same people who tell us to follow the science don't know the difference in a boy or a girl. Think men can have babies. These are the people that I'm supposed to believe when they tell me I have to take a 100% totally safe and effective vaccine or I'm going to kill grandma. I'm out, dog. I'm out. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. So that's just my little uh, little rant about that. What do you guys think? 769-241-1944 is the Guns and Gear text line. The phone line, 601-879-0002. Let's see here. Roger text in on the Guns and Gear text line and says, oh, let's see here. He just he had just been visited by the feds for crazy thoughts and planning, but the feds said you're good and didn't do anything. His own family knew he was capable of doing this. But that seems to be a recurring theme, doesn't it? The feds knew but chose not to do anything. That that is weird. That's what we call a clue. Are the feds in on it? Let's see here. Derek text in on the Guns and Gear text line. So there was a there was a kid in the ninety in the nineties that got hit in the chest by a baseball in Union Miss. The hit jolted his heart and he died. He said, Congrats, friend, on extending the olive branch over the lines. Good segment with Aaron Banks. Thank you, brother. And look, man, I, I like Aaron. Uh we grew up in the same hood over there in South Jackson. He went to Forest Hill. I would have gone to Forest Hill. We moved one street over and I got stuck going out to Boondocks Byram for high school. But uh, I've known Aaron. I mean, he may not remember me from back in the day, but I know who Aaron is. You know, so I'm a, I'll always extend the olive branch to a to a South Jackson dude. Um, always. Let's see here, Teddy, Ready Teddy, says Mississippi needs more local politicians like Aaron Banks. I agree. I agree, man. He's he's, he's good people. Uh, Woodrow says. Let's see here. Put scuba gear on Pee Wee's and send him them into. Pipes with cell phones to report valve locations. Okay, that was about what Aaron was saying. Man, Aaron came with some good information about this the valve stuff and the water. Said so we should be using about 20 million gallons a day based on our population, but there's 50 million gallons of water being used today, which would be more suited for somewhere around a half million people versus our 200,000. There's a massive leak somewhere that they don't know. So that, that, that's good information. That's what people need to know. That is the kind of information that the public needs to know about as they sit here and deal with this. Why can't the mayor just say that? Why why hide that? See, we all understand that the water situation is bad and that the the, the, the pipes, the infrastructure is in poor shape. Why would you just not say, here's the problem? I just it feels like there's no upside to hiding it and continuing to tell people, oh, it's gonna get better. It's getting better. You know, I see a lot of the North Jackson restaurants are opening back up today. Man, I hope you guys do great. Hope you guys do great. Saw Jeff Good made a big post about that. 
All right, let's see here. All right, the rest of these are kind of replies about our question of the day. I don't really feel like circling back to that right now. But um, <clears throat> what do you guys think, man? Did they did they pull the old switcheroo telling us we should be worried about jihadi and Muslim and more 9-11 type attacks while they snuck in the LGBTQ LMNOP plus IA pedophile BLM agenda? Is that what they did? That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. Um, <laughs> This is kind of petty here, but I can be petty at times. A little unrelated. A friend of mine told me about something that she did that I was like, I bet that is very, very relaxing and just satisfying. She was talking about how she deleted her ex from her Apple Music plan, from her family plan, and they lost their playlist and everything. And I got to thinking, my ex was still on my Amazon music plan. And um, I 86 that yesterday. That was very satisfying, knowing that she'll have to uh, rebuild her playlist on her own dime. So <clears throat> that was my petty of the day. Get the year started off right. Um, <laughs> what are some petty things? Maybe we'll do this as a question of the day tomorrow. What is something petty that you did after a breakup or a divorce. I think that'll, that'll make a good question of the day. Something I want to hit <clears throat> um, that I should have said earlier. A rest in peace to Chuck Stinson. Chuck was a phenomenal sports guy, phenomenal human being. He was with WLBT forever, then with Mora. And, of course, he was part of the Chuck and Doug show. If you were a sports talk fan here in central Mississippi, you listen to Chuck and Doug. But Douglas Colson has Colson's beer now. Um, Chuck was always a gem of a human being. When I had my restaurant downtown, we would do live remotes with um, Chuck and Doug every now and then <clears throat> to promote our lunchtime stuff. And they just great people. Always had a good experience meeting with them. Always enjoyed that show. It was a mid-2000s, early-2000s Jackson tradition uh, during during the uh, mornings. So uh, rest in peace, to Chuck Stinson, um, some, I believe some form of cancer or something of that nature. Uh, just, he lost his battle yesterday. And so we'll keep him and his family in our prayers. Also Jackson finished with 133 homicides to officially become the second deadliest year in the history of the city. So didn't quite take over the number one spot. Thankfully I saw where uh, somebody said, I was, Oh, we know clay will be disappointed. That they didn't um that they didn't break the record. I never pull for that. I never pull for that. I hope this year we find a way to keep it under a hundred. But we're gonna track it. We're gonna keep up with it. Uh, if you want to see something unique, go to the WLBT.com website right now and go to the uh, the murder tracker. It's like under Jackson Crime, and you can click Jackson Homicides. It's at zero right now. Y- you won't see that too often. So all right, look, let's take a quick break. Let's come back and land this plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. I may write a country song and call it Breaking Rules When Necessary, uh, except I don't know how to write. Um, all right, welcome back in. This is the Clay Edwards Show. This last segment of the day is going to be brought to you by Ellis Autoplex. Get out there and see me this week. It's a new year. 
How about instead of New Year, New You, how about New Year, New Car for you? Come get it from your boy out there at Ellis Autoplex, located at 2195 Highway 471 in the 047 side of Brandon, right down there next to Booze Smokehouse. That's Ellis Autoplex. Man, we got a wide selection of Ford trucks. We got a couple Dodges. I think we may have a Chevy. I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, we got some cars, trucks, SUVs, uh, buying more today, as a matter of fact. And look, we also buy vehicles. If you want to sell your vehicle, heck, I think I've bought more vehicles off the street this um, this past month than I sold. So we definitely are making good deals and offering fair market value for your trade-in. Just come sell it to us. Don't deal with the marketplace maniacs or the Craigslist crazies. Come deal with Crazy Clay at Ellis Autoplex. You can shop us online at ellisautoplex.com. All right, man, we got a text from a, a, a texture that would like to remain anonymous. He says, uh, don't, uh, don't use my name with this, but I still use my ex-wife's phone number at the Kroger gas pump to get the discount. I still use my dad's. <laughs> he shops at Kroger. Uh, he's going to hear this later and be like, what? So, yeah, I, I do something very similar there, too. Good, good stuff there, brother. That is a... Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, that is a 10 in the petty meter. I like it. Maybe we'll start a petty meter here on the show. I like that. I, I think that could have some, uh, that got, that, that's got some legs. If you want to sponsor the petty meter, reach out to your boy, Clay at WYAB.com. And hey, if you're interested in becoming a partner on the show, reach out to me. If you know how, if I'm friends with you on Facebook or I got your cell phone number or you got my cell phone number, reach out to me that way. If you don't, Clay at WYAB.com. We've got a few spots open here on the show this year. Would love to get some partners in here that uh, have the same values, can stand up against cancel culture, and aren't afraid to uh, to fight back against the woke mob. This has been the Clay Edwards Show. I'll be back here tomorrow with the members of Fifth Squad with me. Mike Madison up next. Peace. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.